This is Marsha and welcome back to Unclassical, the podcast where we offer a unique interpretation of classical texts. As you'll have noticed, we have some theme music this week. That is all thanks to Glide Street Music. Check out their website for any composing work you might want done. Our set of jingles, yes, there's more than one, so you've got that to look forward to, took about half an hour to make, and that is extremely impressive, as I cannot tell you how shit my brief was. But they got what we were after immediately, and it all went so smoothly. Right, I'll stop yabbering on now, but first, just a quick trigger warning. If you're bothered about spoilers, skip ahead about 10 seconds. Right, today we'll be discussing rape, the death of a baby, and briefly an execution. If those are going to be harmful to you, then please give this a miss. Alright, let's get back to Tess of the Durbervilles. Um, so yeah, where did we get to last time? So um, Tess just, yeah. had been raped by her non-cousin, but pretending to be cousin, Alec. So um, it picks up again, basically a few weeks later. So she's basically leaving the house where she's been working and going back home. And uh, Alec rocks up as she's walking away. Um, I've just like paraphrased this, but they have like a, a massive row he rides off and she has to walk home which i think is fucking miles so poor tess she's gonna have such tired I swear, like later in the book she's literally she thinks nothing of like walking 30 miles so yeah tess gets home and tells her mum what happened and her mum is like and you didn't marry him <laughs> like literally uh, so what did she say um it would have been something like a story to come back with if you had what like like oh. how did you guys meet oh well you know he pursued me then raped me and after that he just couldn't say no yeah. literally literally like he doesn't understand the meaning of he the word he doesn't now. know what it means <laughs> so here we are and then oh she has the audacity the mum to say this why didn't you think of doing something good for your family instead of thinking only of yourself <sighs> like how dare you leave after being raped Tess you should have what stayed there got your salary and continued to be raped and then marry him <laughs> like don't you care about us just live an abused horrible lifestyle as if we care this bit's sad uh, so this is basically Tess talking to her mother oh mother my mother cried the agonised girl turning passionately upon her parent as if her poor heart would break how could I be expected to know I was a child when I left this house four months ago why didn't you tell me there was danger in menfolk why didn't you warn me but I never had a chance of learning in that way and you did not help me Tess <laughs> she's literally and like when, if, yeah, if you tuned in last time, basically the mother like ships her off and this Alec guy is super keen for Tess to come work for them. And she's like, oh, should I mention that his like intentions might not be good? Oh, well, if he rapes her, she'll end up marrying him. Like the mum knew. And um, what have we got here? Oh, so her mother was subdued. I thought if I spoke of his fond feelings and what they might lead to, you might be hauntish, like standoffish um, with him and lose your chance. Oh, I didn't want to like warn you that he might rape you. Might make you a bit standoffish. Yeah. Obviously, she's going to be standoffish now after he fucking <laughs> raped her. So anyway, she's at home now. Poor Tess. And of course, because uh, nothing works out for dear Tess, uh, she is pregnant. Oh. Mm, unlucky, unlucky. And I think we can all gather that abortion is not an option at this stage. Um, so, uh, yeah, she has the baby and um, she's um, got a job working in the fields at home now. So the lady's still working. But, like, you know, Tess is, like, you know, a working woman. You know, she's uh, doing all the things. She's a working mom. Um, but the baby uh, isn't very well. It's quite sickly. And it becomes apparent that the baby's going to die. 
Tess cannot catch a fucking break. She Jesus catch, Christ. Yeah, She's got this one little nugget of joy and then it's going to be taken away from her. Fucking great. So she asks her dad if they can um, basically send for the vicar to come baptise the baby and the dad basically says there's no vicar to be allowed in this house because I'm ashamed of you. So she Victim believes... Victim Yeah. And so she believes her child is going to go to hell um, because, yeah, her father won't let a vicar in the house. So she decides... What a bastard. Like, you... honestly, like, you tell your dad that you've been raped and he's like, you fucking whore. Like, yeah, fucking Jesus. whore. And then, like, please, my baby's going to die. Please, can we uh, get a pastor in here to baptise him before he dies? Like, no. 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 Embarrassment, embarrassment to me. So um, she goes to christen him herself out of desperate... Uh, Test. Desperity? Desperateness. Desperation. Desperation, there we go. <laughs> Despar- oh, it's not like we despairing. both have degrees or something. <laughs> not like I used to be a copywriter. Disparity? <laughs> Disparagus. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Um, so she goes to christen him herself and she's got like all her siblings like helping it, helping her. And uh, do you know what she calls the child? Please don't say Alec. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't read it. I was like, oh, that's a weird time. Um, I don't even know if this is better or worse than calling him um, Alec. She calls him Sorrow. Just like... Hot. Your life has been shit. My life is shit. You are the amalgamation of Sorrow. Let's just call you Sorrow. Well, I guess she knew he wasn't going to survive. So it's like, well, no one's going to bully you for it. Yeah, it's just like... I was like, okay. Yeah, they all help christen the baby, her and all the siblings, and then the baby dies that night, and um, all the other siblings are sad, and they're still quite young, and they don't really understand, like, the gravity of what's gone on, so they all ask Tess if she could please make them another pretty little baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, babes. (laughs) Um, it's not really on my list of things to do. No, exactly. So, um, and it's uh, a bit shit at that point, and, uh... It's not the best. So that closes that little chapter of Tess's life. And then uh, she picks herself up, though, and she goes to work at a dairy. And uh, a little uh, uplifting bit here. Uh, do you want to know the um, name of the guy that owns the dairy? What? Dairyman Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. What was it again? Dairyman Dick. Dairyman Dick. Of course. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so obviously Tess gets to the dairy and as seems to be Des... Uh, Des? Lol. Did Who I say the... Des the whole time then? Who's Des? <laughs> I this was Tess. <laughs> Tess is much more fortunate sister Des. <laughs> <laughs> Same person. Same person. Uh, Tess goes to the dairy and everyone thinks she's fit as fuck. And who do you think's wa- uh, working at the dairy? Angel Claire. Angel Claire. Who's supposed to be the good guy of the novel, isn't he? Um, so he doesn't, uh, he sees her, but he doesn't recognise her as the girl that was at the dance before. But this is what he thinks when um, he uh, first sees her at the dairy. What a fresh and virginal daughter of nature that milkmaid is. <laughs> like, yeah, virginal daughter. Like he, he is just obsessed with the idea that she's a virgin. So that comes into play in a little oh, bit. Men suck. Angel Claire annoys me that he puts so much value on this virginal status. it does status. not matter. It's not even a thing. Yeah, and oh, oh, it objectifies her as well. Like, oh, the virgin, the sweet, like, young girl. Oh, yeah, 100%. And he's so... He's, only in love with this idea of her. He's not actually interested in mm. getting to know her. But that's such a thing. Like, men, like a lot of men, like, especially in the days gone by in these novels, are obsessed with virginity. And it's like, there's, like in nowadays, especially, like, there's no actual like scientific evidence. Like, all scientists like, virginity doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing. It's a concept. Not exactly. So, yeah, if anyone ever feels like, 
shit about the way they lost their virginity. I just don't think there should be any pressure on it no, whatsoever. No, and also like there's a million different types of losing your virginity yeah, as well. Like, exactly. But, like the concept of virginity is such a heterosexual thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. Yeah, and, like, like, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, it puts so much pressure on people. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, to lighten the mood a little bit, <laughs> um, I want to take a picture of you attempting this. <laughs> so um, Angel basically... Oh, why is he a farmer? Oh, he's come from like this religious, like educated family. I think I will go into this a bit later. But basically, they don't want him to educate himself because he's decided he's not religious. And they're like, well, you can't educate yourself to know more about this then. You shall be a farmer. You shoot. shall stay and smart. Shoot, So he um, goes and decides to become a farmer. And so he's trying to like milk this cow and he basically is shit at it. Um, Tess, who's like grown up, like working and, you know, being a capable, independent woman. Yeah, um, is like to help the silly little boy. Well, she's just pissing, at, oh, laughing at the fact that um, he can't do it. Um, so it says, um, uh, blushing and in making the accusation of symptoms of a smile gently, of a smile, gently lifted her upper lip in spite of her so as to show the tips of her teeth, the lower lip remaining severely still. So you just don't do anything with your bottom lip. Just lift your, your your top. It's a bit of a smile on the top one. And when you try and talk whilst doing it, why do you become a Tory MP? <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, I really like Boris Johnson. Oh my god! Oh my god! god. I suddenly yeah. agree with him. And I relax my face and no. <laughs> oh wait, I remember. He's a twat. Such a twat. Oh god. I hope that isn't devices amongst our amongst our listening base because, uh, well, if you're supporting him, you're not gonna like this. You're not gonna. This isn't gonna be your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're both working at the dairy. Um, he flirts endlessly with her, and she does like him. All the dairy girls are like in love with him. Oh yeah, there's this bit. So she's been kind of keeping him at yeah arm's length. And then, um, so every Sunday, um, they all tend to go to church, apart from Angel, because he's not religious. Oh, oh what a bad boy. Such a rebel. And um, basically, it's been uh, raining a shit ton, and so the river's really high, and uh, they can't, like, get across to go to church. So Angel, like, rocks up, like some kind of James Bond coming out of the sea sort of figure. <laughs> like, oh, gross. And, um, uh, and he's like, oh, I'll carry you across the river. And so she's there with her uh, three other, like, dairy mates, uh, Marion, Retty, and is or Izzy and um, she said sorry Izzy full Izzy, name let's be honest it's Isabel <laughs> Isabella to you um, I was just, I've written is down in my notes I was like oh, someone's feeling casual <laughs> why is you all night <laughs> so um, yeah it's uh, Angel like carries them one by one across the river and then he gets to test last and um, she's like oh it's okay I'm a bit better at scrambling than the other three um, I could probably just like you know climb over the um, thing and I'll be fine because she doesn't want him to carry her yeah. she's, like, she's like I want to you know keep my distance and also why don't people understand the word no? Literally. Like, so anyway, Angel's like, oh, obviously really fancies her. And um, he's like, no, I'll carry you. So he carries her and he really drags it out. Like he spends ages carrying across the river and they're just like chatting. God, can she not catch a break? Yeah, and they're just like, you know, chatting about it. And then um, so she drops him off. Uh, he drops her off at the other side. And amongst like all the girls at the dairy, there's like this real like almost like projected by Thomas Hardy, like this sense that there should be like competitiveness between them about like 
which one Angel likes the most. And uh, Because all girl- girls care about is a man's opinion, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So I've made a note here. What have I written? Uh, no, what has Thomas Hardy written? <laughs> the gaiety with which they had set out had somehow vanished, and yet there was no enmity or malice between them. They were generous young so- souls. They had been reared in the lonely country, in nooks where fatalism is a strong sentiment, and they did not blame her. Such supplanting was to be. So basically, Tessa's been dropped off at the other side, and they're all like, oh, he obviously fancies you the most. And Thomas Hardy's like but they weren't dicks about it like isn't that nice because they'd been brought up somewhere where basically yeah nothing was really going to work out for them because it's a harsh life basically saying that generally women are dicks yeah exactly but in this situation they were right to her so like you have to comment on the fact like they weren't that bitchy oh it's like okay brilliant um oh they're basically talking about um yeah how like kind of giddy and fanny flutters they were when they were getting carried across the river and (laughs) They arrived feverishly under the oppressiveness of an emotion thrust upon them by cruel nature's law. An emotion which they had neither expected nor desired. So this view of women that they're just literally like, oh, horniness, what is it? Away, away, away. (laughs) Smacking it away. Like, no, they're probably just like, oh, yeah, kind of fancy him a bit. He's hot, more a bit of him. Yeah, a little bit of a fanny flutter. So I just thought that was ridiculous. Like, oh, nature, these emotions put on women that they couldn't possibly know how to handle. It's also that further thing of like, men are smart, women are stupid. Like, you just don't understand what's going on with you, sweetie. And it's like, I fucking do. Exactly. So anyway, oh yeah, Angel starts going on about how much he loves um, Tess's dork smile. Like, all the things... (laughs) To to be fair, (laughs) we've established her smile was pretty dorky. Like, just of all the things to like notice, it's because he also doesn't like you know know anything about her personality. It's like all physical. Yeah, exactly. So he confesses his love for her, and she's like shit. Um, and um, I, I think like yeah, she's like oh no no no, and he's like well I'll leave you to think about it. I, I believe I said no, <laughs> but obviously she is conflicted because she does really like him. So when he's like why don't you like me? She's like back in me in the corner here. Um, so she basically tells him there's something in her past preventing her from marrying him, uh, but he, she doesn't want to talk about it. Like, obviously, she's quite traumatised. And he said, whatever it is, he doesn't care. And uh, this con- last words. Yeah, lol. Um, but, and also, I mean, if you guys, you know, ever wanted to read the book, I'm going to save you a lot of time. This conversation happens in the uh, in the vicinity of about a million times <laughs> in various different situations in the field, on the way to dropping some supplies off, sitting by the fire. Oh, but, you know, I really love you. Oh, I can't be married to you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, but I really love you. Oh, but I can't because uh, of that thing in my past, remember? It wouldn't bother me. Oh, I'd really love to marry oh my God. I get the fucking point. Do you think Thomas Hardy just like had to fill a word quota for his Maybe. editor? And he was like, I'll just repeat that section like 5,000 times. They'll know, they won't notice. Um, and eventually uh, Angel goes home to his family to ask for their blessing in his marrying Tess. And um, basically uh, they were like wanting him to marry someone who was a bit more... Um, uh, upper standing in society i guess and uh, a bit more uh, involved in the church yeah all his older brothers oh yeah this is what i said before all his brothers older brothers are at cambridge but angel wasn't allowed to go because he wanted uh, didn't want to become a pastor so you're only allowed to use religion if you're going to use it to spread the word of god yeah that that, that makes sense <laughs> use religion use um, education so there's a bit of a barney over religion and how angel doesn't like you know respect it as much as everyone else but they uh, ultimately agree that as angel is actually a farmer and not uh, training to become a pastor 
a pastor. God, he's I'm getting... Become, he's going to become fusilli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love so everyone with a bit of marinara it's going to be delicious. <laughs> what should I say? Pasta? Pa- it sounds so posh. I was going to say pasture, but that's like a greeny scene, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> he's going to become a field. He's spent so much time with the cow. He's like, you know what? I just want to be one. Yeah, exactly. I just, I'm going to become a cow. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So, that's why his mum wasn't happy when he came when she came when he came in with all the. She's like, I'm not having a son that's a cow. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? So anyway, because he's, I'm just going to say vicar. I swear, I'm sorry if they're different things, but. For some reason, I, have, know. I struggle with this word. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because he's not actually training to become a vicar they, and he is training to become a farmer, they agree that maybe it would actually be useful to have someone who knows their way about a farm as a wife. Romantic. Mm. <laughs> or she'll be useful to him, so yeah. do it. That, that is literally the only way they're viewing this partnership. Like, So for the other sons, like, oh, are they going to aid you in like um, your pursuit of religion? Like, well, is she going to aid you? Is she going to you know, help out around the farm, Angel? Yes. Oh, you know, marry her, marry her. And what does love got to do with marriage? Exactly, exactly. So anyway, Claire is talking to Tess, um, presumably the age-old argument, and he says, we are to be married soon, a statement, uh, with improvised phlegm. What is Katie's a little bit ill at the moment? Shall I, shall I provide some? <laughs> but what is it like? Improvise. So improvise is like. Oh, it's you know when you what? don't. It's when you don't really need to cough, but it's in the bag, so you hawk it up. Yeah, like <laughs> how do you? Even, we are going to be. <laughs> what? I do. So she, yeah, um, um, agrees to marry him, but Tess has a feels bad about it. And so she basically writes him a, a letter explaining everything about her past. And um, she slips it under his door. And then she like, asks him the next day something along the lines of like, um, oh, yeah, are you like still all right to like marry me? And he's like, of course, of course. And she thinks he's read the um, letter. Oh. And she's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, amazing. And then somehow she ends up going into his room and she sees it like poking out. And she's like, he never got it. But by this point, it's the day of the wedding. And so she comes down and she's like, Angel, oh my God, I thought, and I think she might say something about a letter, but she was like, or maybe she's like, I I was going to tell you and I haven't, but I have to tell you before we get married. And he does the whole thing. There is nothing that you can say to me right now that will like put me off marrying you. Except if you're not a virgin. Fuck (laughs) me. Obviously. Ah, That is disgusting. There is nothing. So yeah, like whatever it is, don't ruin the day. Just, it will be fine. And she's like, Like, could you just not bring up your past trauma? Because I don't want it to put it down on the day, man. Don't give a shit about your mental health. So this is um, Angel talking to Test. Um, test. 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 It's <laughs> a test. Where is the test? Um, Since you will probably have to leave at Christmas, it is in every way desirable and convenient that I should carry you off there as my property. No. Romantic. So obviously when I marry you, you become mine. You like, And obviously I'm going to reinvent your personality, so you'll just be my... Li- it's basically, he wants a nice doggy. <laughs> Don't we all? But no, you don't get, you don't get a human and make them a dog. You, you want get a nice a dog. dog. Just like, you know, I'm, I guess, I'm sure you could get one for free. Like, it's not like Newton was a thing about that. I'm sure there's a lot of stray dogs, Angel. Just just go get one. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, he buys her all of, like, um, her wedding clothes. Tess is, like, trying on the um, clothes and she suddenly thinks of a song her mother used to sing to her. And uh, these are the lyrics. So just imagine singing this to your child. That would never become that wife that one had done amiss. So basically, if you've done a miss, made a mi- not even a mistake, but if a man has made a mis- made a horrible mistake and you get the blame for it because you're a woman, mm, then uh, yeah, you would never become a wife. It's like a warning. Like. Literally, I suppose like you know, look at like the ring around the roses and things like that. That's a warning, isn't it? Yeah, but, but it's, it's getting different. plague. <laughs> 
Don't get raped, you'll get blamed. And also just like, don't get plague. I wasn't planning on it, don't get raped. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> no, it's more or less against like, um, you know, I don't condone this word, but just like in these terms of what they are saying, don't be a slut Yeah, is what they're basically saying. Yeah. But obviously if you're a boy... You can get it in. Go for it, mate. That's a great thing. Exactly. So it's just being hating towards women who might. So have yeah, sex. lovely. They've got married. Uh, yeah, she's done the whole bit about the um, letter and everything. Um, after the wedding, they're leaving to go to their honeymoon cottage. Oh, this is as they're leaving. Yeah, Tess says to an angel, basically, will you go and... <laughs> so I've just remembered where this leads. Will you go and kiss all the girls at the dairy goodbye? Because basically. Um, they're all just a bit. Get them a little out. bit laid. Yeah, just like because they're all a bit put out by the fact that you chose me. Um, so she impulsively whispered to him, "Will you kiss them all once, poor things, for the first and last time?" Also, like, how desperate does it make women look? Like, uh, if you're like your friend is like, if you fancy like your mate's boyfriend, like, oh, just go give her a kiss. It'll make her feel so much better. Exactly, and also, I'm like, I don't want your fucking sloppy seconds, no. mate. Like, back off. You're chosen. You're taken. I don't want you now. And fuck boy Claire. Claire had not the least objection to, the, oh, to such a farewell formality. Yeah, it's so normal to go and, like, neck your <laughs> missus's mate Literally. Um, all women want is a boyfriend, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's where all your happiness re- uh, stays, apparently. Uh, which was all that it was to him. And as he passed them, he kissed them in succession where they stood, saying goodbye to each as he also, did so. Also, how fucking shit would you feel if you were stood in the line and this guy that you fancy came and literally kissed you and then all your mates in the <laughs> line? you're last in the line? <laughs> you're getting everyone's saliva. Uh, literally, but like, I, 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 it might be funny. I don't know what they've got. I don't, Is this I, how I, everyone got plague? It wasn't the rats. It was fuck <laughs> Fuck off, Claire. Stop kissing people um got to get married what does this mean when they reached the door tess femininely glanced back to discern the effect of that kiss of charity one yeah you've really boosted my self-esteem i got a charity kiss and femininely i don't think there's a way femininely glance oh yeah (laughs) good way of making it come across the podcast i was like (laughs) how am i gonna give this a sound (laughs) (laughs) just like so offensive also like and stupid yeah like so actually femininely glanced. I mean, I, I kind of thought glancing didn't, like, restrict itself to, like, a gender. Yeah, like... <laughs> right. Okay. Um... <laughs> I want to see... I'd like to, like, talk to Thomas Hardy. Like, can you just demonstrate a feminine glance? Like... Hold seance. What would you like to ask? Thomas Hardy. <laughs> also, also, if he actually comes back as a ghost, what the fuck is with the dork smile? Yeah, can like, you please demonstrate this feminine glance and this dork smile, please? Like, what were you going on about? Were you just... What was going on? Um, there was no triumph in her glance, as there might have been. Lol, again, portraying women as such these bitches, like, mm, that was a kiss of charity. Like, kiss my now, butters. Yeah, I'm going to go lay him, butters. <laughs> butters? <laughs> That's so rude. Um... If there had, it would have disappeared when she saw how moved all the girls were. No, sorry. You'd be like, well, that was fucking weird. That was a bit awkward. It makes me think of it. Like, I'm sure most people have watched the Friends. Mm. And if not, you really should. It's going off Netflix so I'm getting there, guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but when Chan and Monica start getting together and he goes to kiss Monica goodbye, but he's yeah. in front of everyone. So he starts kissing all the others. And they're just like, what the fuck? But also weirdly take it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they all take it. Yeah. Like, if your male friend tried to kiss you, I'd be like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. You're gross. Oh, how moved all the girls. Maybe not moved in a good way. Um, the kiss had obviously done harm by awakening feelings that they were trying to subdue. Well, the thing is, yeah, one, it's weird. And two, I was like, 
what is the good scenario of that? Like, oh, I worked everything out in one kiss. Like, yeah, that yeah. gave me closure. No, it... It, it, it ignites a passion. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't a good idea, Tess. And, um, like, you know, one argument is to play rude. <laughs> Pitying. I mean, bless her for trying. She was trying to do a nice thing, but... But no. So, yeah, her and Angel leave for their honeymoon cottage. And, um, oh, this is a bit weird. So, um, they're in, like, the honeymoon cottage being like, oh, we love each other, we're all, like, married. And, um, they're, like, holding hands. And, um, Claire says, uh, which fingers, which are my fingers and which are yours, he said, looking up. They are very much mixed. They are all yours, said she, very prettily, and endeavoured to be gayer than she was. He had not been displeased with her thoughtfulness on such an occasion. It was what every sensible woman would show. But Tess knew that she had been thoughtless, thoughtful to excess and struggled against it. So basically, he's like, oh, she's being like, you know, really romantic. Like, oh, yeah, I love this. And he's like, that's good. It is good that you are good at pretending and faking things. <laughs> it bodes well for me. <laughs> like, at least you're boosting my self-esteem. She's probably been going, she's probably been saying, also, it's all right, honey, size doesn't matter. That's literally what I was saying, like, literally a few hours before the wedding night, before the consummation, like, it bodes well you're good at faking. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fake orgasms in that bedroom. <laughs> so, um, for some reason, they've all gone over to this cottage for the honeymoon, but they haven't taken any of, like, their shit, like, their luggage. So this other guy's meant to be dropping it off, and they're like oh lol we can't do like you know wedding night stuff until like the luggage comes and he's why not well i guess because he's gonna knock on the door and come but why don't you just take it that sounds like a porno he's gonna knock on the door and come (laughs) and then (laughs) he's gonna get involved the book takes a different turn (laughs) now we're into thomas hardy's dirty dream phase two (laughs) yeah exactly so anyway this guy arrives from the from the dairy um with all their stuff and he's like oh sorry i'm like really late um but um all the girls that you necked angel they've gone mental (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah again well i use that term like lightly but so basically marion and also they've been gone so the kiss had let's say generously it happened like a maximum of like six to eight hours ago yeah um marion has become an alcoholic <laughs> how much did she consume in six hours to become she's just having it she's just having a night of drinking mate she'll be fine yeah exactly um i think a rotten hangover is has quit and um just like stormed off and Retty tried to drown herself in a river because apparently Angel's charitable Chris uh, Chris charitable kiss has scrabbled their brains because obviously women are nothing but slaves to passion and one kiss just destroys them you can't use that argument saying that women are just these silly love things that one kiss destroys them when he's also using the same argument like well Alec was a slave to his desires for um for Tess and couldn't help raping her because yeah. she had her massive child chat <laughs> couldn't resist that so anyway, there's a bit of a downer, yeah. um, but obviously they don't uh, dwell on that for too long. Now, basically, it's um, getting towards the wedding night, and um, Tess is like, yeah, I had something to tell you. And um, Angel is like, me first, me first. I know you've literally been trying to tell me this for like, you know, I, I don't know, it feels like fucking 15 years. <laughs> but as a man, I think I have to go first. Yes, exactly. Angel went first. That's what's his right. For fuck's sake. Um, so uh, basically, uh, he then told her of that time of his life to which allusion has been made. When then tossed about by doubts and difficulties in London, like a cork he was on the waves, he plunged into eight and 40 hours dissipation with a stranger happily i awoke almost immediately to a sense of my folly folly he continued i would have no more to say to her and i came home i never repeated the offense but i felt i should like to treat you with perfect frankness and honor and i after we've married Mm, and i could not do so without telling you this do you forgive me so 
But also, she tried to tell him all this, all this before. Yeah. And also, hers was, like, completely non-consensual and out of her control. Mm. Whereas his, he's sort of like, he's completely been he fine just, with it. Yeah, exactly. He just went and had, like, a bit of nice sex. And then he was like, oh, no. Uh, and wait until after the marriage to tell yeah. her. Made no effort to do so beforehand. <sighs> I was going to read it. And then follows. She then, she pressed his hand tightly for an answer. Then we will, which basically is like, oh yeah, I forgive you. Then we will dismiss it at once and forever. Too painful as it is for the occasion to talk uh, and talk of something lighter. Oh, angel, I'm almost glad because now you can forgive me. I have not made my confession. I have a confession too, remember? I said so. Ah, to be sure. Now then for it. Great job listening to her. Yeah, exactly. Like the last three years. Um, Oh, and he's always like, um, oh, Tess, you can't have done anything that bad because you're so virginal and pure and perfect. There can't be anything that bad. And she's like... Yeah, could I talk? <laughs> so, um, ah, to be sure, now then for it, wicked little one. So gross. Gross. Like, um, yeah, patronising as shit. I actually do have stuff that's gone on in my past. Literally. Like, oh, no, you're just too cute. You could have done anything but this. You're such no, a cute little girl. Um, perhaps although you smile, it is as serious as yours, or more so. It can hardly be more serious, dearest. You know, misunderstand. I'm a man who has actual problems. You're <laughs> yeah. a silly little girl. A silly little virgin. You know nothing of you the world. You don't know anything. <laughs> it cannot. Oh, it cannot. Oh, and she's like, oh, like he knows about the world. He knows things. Oh, of course it can't. Poor He's Tess. Um, she jumped up joyfully at the hope. No, it cannot be more serious, certainly. Or oh, also, yeah, because it was out of her choice and he yeah, chose exactly. to do it. Um, she cried because tis just the same. I will tell you now. She sat. It's not just the same. You you didn't consent, yeah, babe. Exactly. She sat down again. Their hands still joined. The ashes under the grate were lit by the fire vertically, like a torrid waste. Oh, basically, it's Thomas Hardy like beating around the bo- the bush again. It picks up. I think the a bit later. Yeah, after she's her narrative ended, and Angel, of course, is like, uh, no, sweetums. I was a poor, confused man. You're a slut. But. <laughs> He consented, she mm. was raped. So obviously he's the poor confused one, she's the slut. <sighs> Men actually says you must be insane to have thought such a story. Um, remember, she's told him about her rape and her dead child. Um, yeah, you m- must have been insane to believe that um, you know such a story would have been acceptable. Well, let me just point out, he's probably upset because he's like, oh, vagina's not going to be tight anymore. Oh. Which is obviously a lie in itself. Such a lie. But yeah, that's literally... Oh, wait for some of his lines. Oh, this is so sad. So Tess goes, I forgive you, Angel. Yes, yes, you do. But you do not forgive me. Oh, Tess, forgiveness does not apply to the case. You were one person and now you are another. My God, how can forgiveness meet such a grotesque predestination as that? So basically, he's like, well, Tess, I thought you were a virgin. I didn't spare any time to actually get to know you. And now you're not a virgin. Different person. Different person. Like, you forget. I was only here for for your dark smile. Yeah, exactly. And your tight vagina. Um, He paused, contemplating this definition, then suddenly broke into horrible laughter as unnatural. She told him her horrible trauma and he's laughing at her. Um, And she's basically like, why are you laughing like that? Um, oh, and he's just basically like, because I'm a prick. <laughs> no, but of course he doesn't mean that. Um, so, yeah, uh, she goes, I thought, Angel, that you loved me, me, my very self. If it is I you do love, how can it be that you look and speak so? It frightens me. Having begun to love you, I love you forever, in all changes, in all disgraces, because you are yourself. I ask no more. Then how can you, oh, my own husband, stop loving me? I repeat, the woman I have been loving is not you. He's such a prick! So 
shallow. But who? Another woman in your shape. It's the same fucking person. Well, I only like you because your physical appearance. I've already got some stuff going on. Give yeah. a shit. She mm. perceived his words, the realisation of her own apprehensiveness for uh, foreboding in former times. He looked upon her as a species of imposter, a guilty woman in the guise of an innocent one. Like, oh, he's oh. doing so much, so much blame on her. He's such a dick. And he's portrayed as the good guy of the story. Mm -hmm. Terror was upon her white face as she saw it. Her, fleek, her cheek was flaccid and her mouth was almost the aspect of a round little hole. Now, this is so ridiculous and horrific that that line is only slightly hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Her cheek was flaccid and her mouth had almost the aspect of a round little hole. Like this? <laughs> Sorry. It basically means her face was just absolutely relaxed, doesn't it? It's like, just like a shock, just like nothing there. But I mean, what a way to describe it. Language has really evolved. A neat little hole. <laughs> a round little hole and a flaccid cheek. Imagine if you it's just... like you fucking um, Yeah, that is literally that face. <laughs> Imagine if you described it like that now. Anyway, yeah, it's so horrific. <laughs> it only gets a little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the horrible sense of his view of her so deadened her that she staggered and he stepped forward and he stepped forward thinking she was going to fall. Well, she did something. Sit down, sit down, he said gently. You are ill and it is natural that you should be because <laughs> it is natural that you should feel so, this bad. You are disgusting. You're the worst person ever, Taz. God. God, like I'd fall over. I'd be sick. Also, there is something, I don't know if I've highlighted it, but he definitely says something along the line somewhere. Um, like, I do, like, you know, appreciate that you did try to tell me before and I stopped you. But still, I didn't know you were still. gross. Wait, well, then you should have fucking stopped her and listened to her once maybe in a while. Exactly. Jesus. Oh, Angel, my mother says that it sometimes happens so. She knows several cases where where they were worse than I, so just the person had consensual sex. It's not worse. Like, oh Literally. my God. And the husband has not minded it much, has got over it at least. And yet the woman has not loved him as I do you. Don't test, don't argue. Different societies, different manners. You fucking snob. Different yeah. manners. Like, well, that's just rude, Tess. <laughs> She's like, yes, but Tess, I'm highborn. I think you're disgusting. Wait, you almost make me say you are a, an unapprehending peasant woman. You have never been initiated into the proportions of social things. You don't know what you say. So kicking her while she's down, yeah. Jesus. I'm only a peasant by position, not by nature. They go on like this for ages. Tess, like, just being like, lol, this isn't fair. And him being like, fair's got nothing to do with it, essentially. Um, so he has got nothing to do with it. I wanted a virgin, and I've got stuck with you. I, you think you've had it bad? Look at me! Look at me! I don't know what fucking much. Yeah. So basically, he is he's desperate. He goes, Tess, say it's not true. Say it is not say true. It ain't so. And say she, it ain't so. And she's like, it is true. And he says, is he living? Angel then asked. The baby died, says Tess. And he's like, but the man, just like gloss over that terrible pain yeah. there. And he's like, not interested in the baby, boring. Don't give a shit, it's not mine. The other give cock that's been in your vagina, <laughs> is he still around? Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. So like, no matter my trauma, whatever, moving on. Yeah, like, and so she's like, he's alive. And he's like, a last despair passed over Claire's face. Is he in England? Yes. So literally just like gloss over the whole dead baby, like boring. And then like, oh. If only he was dead. I cannot carry on knowing that he is living. Like, go kill him. Like, yeah. I don't like him. I don't care if he dies. Exactly. So, where do we get to now? 
um oh god so basically they agree uh that they should kind of um well they don't agree um angel's like we should break up essentially you know i have to think of a course it was imperative that we should stay together a little while to avoid the scandal to to you that would have resulted from our immediate parting but you oh, must well, see so the grateful thanks for that. you must see it's only for form's sake so I'm not staying here out of any any tenderness towards you. This is merely a formality to save you from even more disgrace. Oh. What a fucking gentleman. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so sweet. So, so sweet. Yeah, I think he's so romantic to her. It's really, really nice. So they're just like staying um, in the house together. Uh, it's going to be awkward. Basically, he's like saying, this might not be forever. I might like learn to like live with how gross you are and come back. Um, I think oh, of, thanks, I'll hang around. <laughs> this is him. I think of people more kindly when I am away from them, adding cynically, God knows, perhaps we shall shake down together someday for weariness. Thousands have done it. You never know, um, Tess. Like, I'm guessing because he's married her, he's now thinking he has to be single forever as well. He's like, I might get bored of being single, Tess, and just be like, well, you know, any holes a girl. Should we just give it another bash? You never know, Tess. You know, Weirder things have happened. Literally, sort of like, just so you just wait for me to like decide if I maybe want to come back for you. So if you just sit around and wait, that'd be great. Be great. I'm going to go off and have a great fucking life, yeah, though. Bye, bitch. Great. So, um... They're still, like, living in the um, cottage. He's sleeping downstairs and she's sleeping upstairs. And now um, he has, like, some kind of um, psychotic break. So, basically, he um, walks up into the bedroom in the middle of the night and um, starts, like, shouting, Dead! 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 Um, Claire came close and bent over her. Dead! 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 He murmured. Terrifying. Exactly. He murmured. Um, so, basically, he comes in. He picks her up and he carries her off into the night. And she just... I think she's had enough trauma from being carried off into the night by strange men. <laughs> and she's just like, fair enough, Angel knows best. <laughs> just go along with it. So he basically carries her along for fucking ages. And where are we now? Uh, oh, yeah, he carries her across a bridge and there's like a river. Um, was he going to drown her? <laughs> Probably he was. Like, eh, fair enough. Like, Angel knows best. Well, if, I, if, if death be my be my best, then okay yeah, then. Yeah, so just chill, babe. And anyway, he takes her um, into a church, like, graveyard, and there's kind of like a stone coffin thing. And he... Um... Yeah, and he places her in that, and then he falls asleep. So great. she's just kind of like, obviously in, like, her bedclothes and, like, bare feet, she's like fucking cold so she kind of like wakes him and is like angel like you know should we go back and he's kind of like still like asleep so she walks him back to the house and in the morning she um they come down to like breakfast and it's clearly that he doesn't um like remember what's gone on and um, she's like best not tell him might upset him like tess i'd be fucking upset <laughs> yeah jesus <laughs> jesus christ um and also, like, he's clearly got some issues, but you're not allowed issues, but it's fine if he it's does. It's fine, yeah, if he's got some problems about it. Like, no, you just, yeah, you carry on. You are purely a vessel test. Like, you're Literally. not allowed to have any complexities to your personality you're or anything. You're just a virginal hole. <laughs> you're not even that. Not even that anymore, Tess. God, Tess, you suck. <laughs> can't do anything right. So um, she goes home to her family, and he goes out to South America. There's basically, like, some kind of... Thing where um, if English farmers go out, they get given land if they can like make it work as a farm. So he goes off to try and do that, and he's like, maybe I'll be in touch, maybe I won't. Who knows? You just hang it. So that fuckboy thing is, it's like, well, I might come back. So um, if you just wait forever, this is that'd be great. That'd be great. So Tessa's gone home now. 
this is not nice. So basically... Um, is the rest of the book? <laughs> yeah, the rest of it's been like a dream up till now. What's <laughs> the warning, audience? This bit's not very nice. <laughs> not very nice. So uh, her mum's not pleased that she's come back. Um, and she's like, I don't know why my ch- why children or my bringing forth should all be bigger simpletons than other people's. Now, obviously, that's really harsh to test, but authors, also, isn't that like every parent ever? Like, why are my children all such fucking idiots? <laughs> I swear. Don't like, look, there's other kids out achieving stuff. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because <laughs> so obviously Tess isn't to blame. But I just feel like I'm very accident prone and always like walking into <laughs> things. I can't remember what I did, but I whacked my head on something or, and then like I like No no no. I'd like to reiterate this the story of the version of the story I know. What is, did I do? Is that there was we were in a shop and there was rows of toilet paper along the shelf. And Marsha decided, I'm going to headbutt those toilet papers because <laughs> it'll be it. soft. And missed and headbutted the shelf. That was it. Then our mum, who's like the nicest person ever, just looks at her and goes, Oh, why is it always you? <laughs> That's fun. My children are so stupid. I was like, <laughs> to be fair, another story about Marsha. She once um, came running into mum crying. I think this was before my time, maybe because she's a bit older than me. Um, <clears throat> God, I'm mom- a girl when she's down. <laughs> Still can from the toilet paper. <laughs> and mom- she was like, Oh, mum, I fell over. I hit my head. And mum was like, Oh, what were you doing? Well, I was walking backwards along the patio wall, which is like, which our old house like had a patio wall going along the garden, which was a good like five and a half feet off the ground. It wasn't that high. It was like, Three, four foot. <laughs> four foot. <laughs> Still like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk backwards along this. That's a good idea. It, it also curved. It wasn't straight. <laughs> so how was I meant to know where the curve was? Well, why did you decide to walk backwards? <laughs> along a drop. <laughs> so obviously I fell off it in my head. <laughs> Suffice it to say, mum was not impressed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, maybe that's why that line spoke to me. Maybe it's not every person's <laughs> my mum like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> Do you see some special things? <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Claire, um... Oh, yeah, so Tess has gone back to hers. Um, Angel Claire, basically, um... Oh, I have not been following my notes. Before um, Claire goes to South America, he pops home um, and his parents aren't pleased. And he bumps into this girl um, called Mercy um, that basically would have been the girl that he would would have married if he was pleasing um, his parents. And they're just like having a chat. And Mercy seems quite sound. And then um, he called her close to him and fiendishly whispered in her ear the most heterox ideas he could think of. Like again, so it's just a horny cunt. <laughs> basically um but or is it even that or is it just like smaller sins like what, what are you doing why are you being so fucking weird literally and obviously um oh he starts laughing again because apparently that's his fucking party trick um <laughs> just laugh at the worst situations like what's wrong with you and mercy's just like her face is just concerned like Dude, you're right. You're right, mate. And um, yeah, and he's like, "Dear Mercy, uh, you must forgive me. I think I am going crazy." Dear Mercy, have mercy. Dear Mercy, <laughs> <laughs> have mercy. You must forgive me. I think I am going crazy. She thought that he was, and thus the interview ended. <laughs> right, probably <laughs> dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, he just whispers non-pious things in her ears, freaks her out, and uh, yeah, goes, goes on. on. I want to know what he whispered though. Oh, they're just like, um, some people have premarital sex. <laughs> and starts laughing like, 
Okay. But you're right, babes. Right? It's great. One day I built something on the Sabbath. (laughs) I run around at night and carry my wife into coffins, shouting, dead, dead, dead. Okay. Glad I didn't marry you. Yeah, like, all right, when are you going to South America? Okay, so you're off now, right? Yeah, Forever. Good. So um, Angel um, left Tess some money to use. Um, and then he said if she runs out, um, she should go and see his parents, which, of course, isn't awkward at all, who she's never met. And, like, yeah, from a really different Yeah, obviously she's life. not going to do that. So um, her parents, she's I don't think she's particularly forthcoming about what's exactly gone on between her and Angel. She, I think she's like, he has to go away and get the farm. And so it's better for me to stay here whilst he sorts that out. But so her parents think that she's married into money and it's like really financially stable. So she helps them out and basically they take all her money to repair their house. Like, I don't want to like paint her parents in too bad light, although, I mean, they, they, well, they did terrible. encourage her to get raped. And so, uh, as far um, as her dad was concerned, her uh, child did end up in hell because he wouldn't let a vicar. Like, yeah, so they're not great. great parent but figures. from a money point of view, they did think she had more. <laughs> so uh, basically, it wasn't entirely their fault. Yeah. <laughs> so just mostly, most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole compos- uh, whole situation, I think, comes back to her dad. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so it is entirely his fault. <laughs> completely. So anyway, they use all the money uh, for the house, and so she goes off to get another job because she's an independent woman. Uh, and uh, so she gets a job on like it's just like described as like the saddest farm I don't even know what they do she just seems to like run around in the dirt all day <laughs> we got no cows we got no crops got nothing I think it's out of season like yeah I don't even know what they have yeah, why are they paying her oh and then like as she's going along she's still like getting like attention I guess because she's attractive and so being attractive has brought her nothing but fucking grief in her life. Oh. So um, she took a handkerchief from her bundle and tied it round her face under her bonnet, covering her chin and half her cheeks and temples as if she was suffering from toothache. Then with her little scissors and by aid of a pocket looking glass, she mercilessly nipped her eyebrows off and thus ensured against aggressive administration, she went um, on her uneven way. Oh. No man is worth your eyebrows. Eyebrows are very important. No man is worth it, but also just like... At least they'll grow back. Angel, what have you fucking done to this woman? I'm, and Alec. I am just... Alec was terrible, and so but I... Angel's like broken her soul. I'm going to say... Angel just had the opportunity to like sort this situation out. This is like, Literally all the this... power is given to men. It's like, men can't fucking do shit. Like, they're well rubbish in a crisis. And just like or emotions. Put, just this would not be acceptable today. Literally. Oh, and she's got such obvious PTSD with whatever thing that's gone on. Uh, anyway, so she works at the, the shit farm for ages. Again, you're welcome for the abbreviation. Yeah. Um, she then bumps into like this. Oh, I can't say it. Into some pasta. <laughs> <laughs> There's this bit there of spaghetti, some spaghetti. On. <laughs> And um, like, it was a good snack. And um, like we say, she's got issues with religion anyway. But plot twist: it's rapist Alan. He's gone and become a, a vicar. Can this uh, girl get a break? Push him down a well. <laughs> so, yeah. She's bumped into him. And um, he's That's like, traumatic. shit, man. You look rough, but also still fit. <laughs> like, Fuck off, he, Alec. You're the actual worst. so terrible. And um, so he's basically like, um, oh, yeah, I was like really like sinful before, but I've turned my whole life around. But lol, I can't look at you. Your face confuses me and basically <laughs> makes me want to be rapey again. Stop it. <laughs> I had no words for that. I just sort of like, oh, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm causing you to be a rape. What? 
And then, so she tells him about the baby and he's like, sure. <laughs> and in the same breath, swear not to tempt me again, Tess. <laughs> like, we cannot be having any more dead babies, Tess. Like, this is ridiculous. And she's she like... She really needs to, like, stab him in the throat at this literally. point. Literally. And she's like, mate, I never tempted you. You raped me! <laughs> and, but at the same time... Yeah, you were tempting. Because um, she's Tess and has to go along with everything that's thrown her poor way, she promises anyway. Like, I didn't tempt you. Okay, I fine. I fucking te- promise not to tempt you again. That's so annoying. So she's working at the farm. She continues to bump into Alec over and over again. And, oh, it um, must be so traumatic. Alec finds out, this takes a while to get out of Tess, but he finds out that um, she's married to this absent husband and like, and he's like, oh, you know, why isn't he here? And it eventually comes out. Like, because of fucking you, Alec. That's why he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, he would not accept me because of what you did to me in my past. And Alec's like, I real fucked you over, didn't I? Yeah. And she, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this all right. Marry me! No. <laughs> no! Every time I see you, I have PTSD. You're terrible. And this goes on and on, and her life gets um harder and harder. She's really badly treated at the farm and has to work like really hard and like really taken advantage of. Um, she goes home. Her dad has a heart attack and dies. They lose the house. They have nowhere to go. They're homeless. Um, they have no money. Um, oh, Shit, fucking Esca. Also, I mean, funny. Did like Angel not leave like a, an address or anything? Like. Not for South America, and I think she is writing him letters, but she goes to his parents first, where she walks, like, miles and miles to get there, and she sees them, and they're just, like, you know, up for standing people of society, and she's, like, looks terrible. She's been toiling so hard at the farm. She's really gaunt. Like, um, she's worn, like, her best clothes, but they're still, like, worn. And, uh, yeah, she's like, I can't, I can't ask them for money. I can't. Um, so this time, she's been writing to Angel, saying that she still loves him and everything, and... Um, uh, doesn't name him, but she says there's basically like, this bad um, thing sniffing around and putting pressure on her. Uh, sorry, there's a bit where um, <laughs> it doesn't relate, but where Alex is, Alec is giving a sermon, and um, oh no, no, that was a uh, he's talking to Tess, but um, he's like, oh, I've got a sermon to get to, and he ends up like missing it to like um, see her, and he's like, I have broken my engagement to preach to those poor drunken boobies at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry, Alec, silly boobies Alec is with his big worst. fleshy lips as well silly boobies silly boobies Alec is the worst but my god does he have some good lines <laughs> <laughs> what was it last time we'll get away from these squealing cats and a drift yes exactly um, so <laughs> apparently there's another corkery comes out with what page is that 291 let's, let, 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 let's see what happens here oh he doesn't come out with a good corker he comes out with a load of shit <laughs> Um, Alex is two to sides. Yeah, remember, my lady, I was your master once. I will, I will, under your grasp, uh, be your master again. If you are any man's wife, you are mine. No, she's fucking not. Yeah, gross. Yeah, a past Marsha meant corker sarcastically. <laughs> like, literally, I didn't come across in the note. <laughs> um, now Tess uh, finally um, realizes, ain't ooh. really sorry I know there's like an amazing letter that Tess has written to Angel but I've written P and not written the fucking page number Um, you bitch okay the gads did I think oh god sorry this bit's hilarious (laughs) Tess is at home by this point Um, she's left the farm uh, because she's been treated so badly and like yeah whatever Um, and Alec just like is such sniffing around he comes up and um, she's just kind of like staring out the window um, of their house just like oh what, what am I going to do with my life? What's happening? And Alec literally appears in the window on his horse. And... Ah. 
Go away. And with stormy eyes, she pulled the stay bar quickly and in doing so caught his arm between the casement and the stone mullion. So she basically like, ah, and shuts him in the window. Slam it harder. <laughs> and he's like, damnation, you are very cruel. He said, snatching out his arm. No, no, I know you didn't do it on purpose. Bet she did. Bet she did. <laughs> ah, opportunity. <laughs> He's like, hello. Also, just, uh, why is his arm coming in? It's because he's trying to grope her again. Like, fuck up. I will shut you in a window. Go Can you imagine having a little daydream out the window? Like, and your so, rapist comes by. He's like, hey, fuck off. I hope it really hurts. And just like, you didn't do it on purpose. That wasn't about me, but it was a little. So they're literally getting kicked out of the house that day, and he's like, um, He's got, like, a house, I think, on his land that they can stay in or whatever. And um, she's like, no, no, no. Um, they've kind of sorted something out with some other people that they know. And um, then she writes to Angel. She finally realises um, that, like, he's a cunt. And this is what she writes. I think it just sums it up. Oh, why have you treated me so monstrously, Angel? I do not deserve it. I have thought it all over carefully and I can never, never forgive you. You know that I did not intend to do wrong, to, to wrong she you. She did no wrong. Yeah, so why have you so wronged me? Exactly. You are cruel, cruel indeed. I will try to forget you. It is all injustice I have received at your hands. Tea. Tea. but it's so true like all before this point she's been writing to him being like i know i've done you so wrong and everything but eo if you could just find it in your heart just to talk to me just to talk to me angel i just want to hear your voice i will not be your wife i will follow you in darkness anywhere da, 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 da. this point she's like you know what i have done fuck all wrong <laughs> literally fuck good yeah literally i'm sad it took this this for us to applaud you but tess yes Yes, Tess. Yes. So, oh, Angel. So basically, uh, they get kicked out of their house and they're meant to be staying in like this um, place with friends, whatever. And it all falls through and they're literally like, they've got um, all their stuff on this rented cart. Mm. So they have to like dump all their stuff in like, I think it's like a church or something. And um, they're like, what we're going to do? We're homeless. We've got nowhere to go. We've got all our stuff. And of course, who's in the darkness? Just like hovering in the dark for the church. Hello, Tess. Mm, hello. You've noticed my lips are even fleshier than they were. Mm -hmm. um, Alec is basically like, you know, I can save you and everything. And it kind of like ends there. Um, and then it cuts back to um, uh, Angel returning from South America. And uh, he doesn't have a farm, basically. Uh, they got, he went out there to get the farm. And um, it just sort of went tits up. Like, everyone got really ill, met people, they died. Oh, yeah, on his, like, journey, he's, like, met loads of, like, different people and everything. And, like, when he gets, like, closer to them, sometimes he'll be like, I mean, I've had it hard. Like, my wife, she was raped, so obviously ditched that slut. And everyone's like, you're an idealistic twat? Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And he's like, oh. Um, you, Wait, that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, somehow he finds out, oh yeah, because like her family is like living nearby as well, I guess. Um, he finds out where she's living and he arrives like at her swanky place. It's basically like, um, oh yeah, I want to see, um, Mrs. Um, Durbeville. Obviously the name's still Durbeville because she's uh, married Alec. Um, so he's just like, oh yeah, she's using Mrs. but kept her own name. So he goes in and is like, oh, is Mrs. Durbeville here? And, um, they're kind of like... It's fancy, but they're still, like, renting a flat. So, like, the landlady's like, um, oh, yeah, I'll go get her. And he's like, whoa, you're loaded. <laughs> and um, uh, so Tess, like, comes in and everything. And he's like, oh, soz babes. Like, yeah, apparently. 
I was wrong at the end Apparently, of the day. Sorry. Yeah, sorry I was like, wrong. cut it. So, we cool? No, Angel, we're not fucking cool. You're a prick. <laughs> um, I waited and waited for you, she went on, her tone suddenly resuming their old fluty pathos. Right, condescending. Yeah. She's upset. But you did not come, and I wrote to you, and you did not come. He has won me back to him. Oh, he's manipulated you back he's to manipulated. him. He never won you back. You never liked him, babe. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, Tess basically goes back upstairs. Angel Claire leaves. Um, the housekeeper, who had been listening, hears Tess um, having, like, a meltdown upstairs. And then my dear, dear husband came home to me and I did not know it. And now he is gone, gone a second time and I have lost him forever and he will not love me the littlest bit ever anymore. Only hate me. Oh yes, I have lost him now again because of you. She needs to kill Alec. Like Alec has <laughs> fucked her life over so much. Oh yeah, Angel's been like really ill on the way back. Give a shit. Give a shit. <laughs> um, and he, Karma, innit? Yeah, and he is dying. He looks as if he is dying. And my sin will kill him and not kill me. Oh, you have torn my life all to Baby, pieces. Baby, you ain't done any sins. I know. You have torn my life all to pieces. My own true husband will never, never. Oh God, I can't bear this. I cannot. Yeah, it goes like quiet. And um, Tess leaves. And um, she goes upstairs and discovers that um, Tess has stabbed the shit out of Alec. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> yes. Yes, Tess. Yes, at long fucking last. Like, you should have done that when he first like appeared as the pasta person. Yeah. Uh, when he came back into your life as spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, if he didn't come with parmesan, he was worthless. Yeah, stab that bitch up. Um, so, yes, Tess, yes. But, oh, dear sweet summer child. <laughs> You're going to have so many more issues now. So um, Tess basically sprints after Angel and catches up with him. And she's like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, my God, amazing. And Tess is just like, I killed him. <laughs> oh. Angel's like, great. I love you, too. When you say kill. <laughs> great. That's great to see you. Murder? Yeah. Like, so, so, so figuratively? I think no, 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 literally, I, I stabbed him in the chest a oh. lot. <laughs> so we got to go. Yeah. So they go on the run. And uh, they know, like, the law is uh, catching up with them. All I'm saying is if, like, Tess should, Tess should just be able to explain, like, look, this is all the shit he did to me. Yes. I think the prick had it coming, but fair enough, babe. <laughs> Not condoning murder or anything, but I think Alec, of all the people in the world, kind of did deserve it. Lol, sorry. <laughs> Tess's sister is called Liza Lou. Hilarious. Um, and um, so they're on, like... On the run, and um, she says, um, "It seems as if there were no folk in the world but we two, and I wish there were not." Except Liza Lou, she's quality. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny it. my sister's a fucking legend. I hate everyone. So my sister, or oh, fucking Bayer. <laughs> I could excuse any. I'm not going to slag off my sister. I hate everyone, but you know what? I will know a class last when I see one. <laughs> I mean, if you were in a cracker job, you'd be fucking hilarious. It's so long. Oh, oh God, no. It does get more problematic now. Um, she is so good. It's about Liza Lou. She is so good and simple and pure. Oh, Angel, I wish you would marry her if you lose me, as you will do shortly. Oh, yeah. if you would. Oh, if you would. <laughs> oh, if you were my bang and my sister, that'd be great. Um, um, if an Angel, if I lose you, I lose all. And she is my sister-in-law? <laughs> He made that boy like I was just thinking to be like when Pat to fuck boy Angel being like vag is a vag isn't it that's nothing dearest people marry sisters-in-laws continually about Marla they do it around me love they mean says never around anyone and Liza Lou is so gentle and sweet and she's growing so beautiful oh so again child chaps yeah, again child chaps oh I could share you with her willingly when we are spirits in heaven we'll have a lovely little threesome 
Why does she want to fuck her sister? <laughs> if you would train her and teach her, you're not dogs, for fuck's sake. Angel, and bring her up for your own self. What? Make Basically adopt her. Groom her. Groom her, yeah. Yeah, groom her so she'll be your perfect wife. She is all the best of me without all the bad of me. Because she's not younger. Your Basically, it's not your fault. We look a bit similar and she ain't been raped. So, you know, clear target. She's Virginia. And if she were to become yours, it would be almost the same as if death had not divided us. Same person. Same. Also, big up to Tess herself. She's sort of like, I only like one person because she's like me. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Don't go on and meet anyone else. Like, no, you shall only love me. You shall only love me and people that are like me, okay? You shall never, like, you know, get over my death if it comes about. Literally. Um, Well, I have said it. I won't mention it again. Just a little sidetrack. <laughs> that like amounts to nothing. Like, well, I offered you my sister's vag. If you're not interested, whatever. <laughs> Don't test me. I think you hit your head. You fancy your sister. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's very warm in here. <laughs> we broke her. Oh, we are nearly at the end, guys. Okay. We are getting there. So they've been on the run. They've been like, you know, squatting in um, houses and whatnot. Um... I guess shagging. I think they have. Um, the police catch up with them and uh, they're sleeping at Stonehenge. It's Lovely. Little, little, little bit there. It's not very sheltered though. No, I think it is quite drafty. cold. <laughs> um, so basically they're both asleep and uh, uh, Angel wakes up and all the policemen are like surrounding them and he's like, um, at least let a girl get a light in. And all the policemen are like, yeah, fair. So they- <laughs> Just like explains like, this is like Angel explaining the whole backstory. Like, oh, she needs a fucking light. Like you can at least give her that like, to be fair. To be fair, to be fair. So they all just kind of like stand there while she's having a morning, <laughs> watching her sleep. What scary things wake up to the morning kind of, ugh. Ugh, I was literally surrounded by police. Hi. Um, so, yeah, I made a note like, that is a police service that doesn't have a funding problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that now. Like, we've got you surrounded, like, oh, let the girl have a line. Like, no. <laughs> no, you have to wake her. Look, she's been through a lot. Um, so um, she basically, she wakes up and then she's like, it's chill. Their happiness couldn't have lasted. I think like the whole, you know, if you burn so bright kind of thing. Um, she stood up, uh, shook herself and went forward. Neither of the men having moved. I am ready. She said quietly. Uh, Tess is the only grown up in this book. Just like, and everyone else is just like, I mean, like Angel just threw literally all his toys out the ground when she told him about her past. Like yeah. big old baby. Ugh. It sucks. Like nowadays, yeah, she would have found happiness elsewhere. And I mean, maybe would have listened to some more like murder podcasts and you know been able to get away with it a bit more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then it cuts to the future, and uh, Angel is walking away from a town. But uh, who do you think's on his arm, Katie? Little Lou. What's her name? Lisa Lou. Little Lisa Lou. Lisa Lou. Tess's fucking sister. Uh, also, Angel, you have no standards. Sorry. Lisa Liza, what's called Liza Luger, saying this. Literally, just turns up like, right, um, your sister's in jail. What? But you're you. You're coming with me. Yeah, come with me. <laughs> also, how old is she? So she's like ten. Like, mum, I'm scared. I know, because I swear Tess can't be that old. Maybe Tess is pushing twenty. Um, yeah. So she's like, what, like, 13? Like, mommy, should I go with the scary man? Yes, dear. If he rapes you, you can marry him and be rich. And the cycle starts again. (laughs) So they're basically walking along and a black flag goes up to show that Tess has been executed. What the fuck? Yes, they kind of look back, see the flag, join hands and move on. 
<laughs> like, they definitely left that bit out of the TV version. I'm not a bit... Like, why, why would you want to date your sister's boyfriend? Like, that's like, mate, that's all kinds of nasty. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. He just opens the door like that with a bunch of flowers. Absolutely not. <laughs> Slams <laughs> it in his face. Slams his arm in <laughs> Slaps Angel's arm in the door. Like, get <laughs> yeah. out, gropey boy. But neither of them know the meaning of the word no. Fully, like, fuck Will you off. marry me? No, but will you? <laughs> but will you? If I, if I grope you a little bit, will you? And yeah. her mum's just there like, oh, go on, mum. Go on, go on, get involved. Get involved. <laughs> like, no. look, mum, if you want it so bad, then you go with it. I know. Oh, my God. So, yeah, um, that's Tessa's the Durbervilles, the very last line is, if anyone cares. Um, <laughs> as soon as they had strength they arose joined hands again and went on so oh that wasn't a very sat- it, it's a paperback or on a budget that wasn't a very satisfying <laughs> slam the book I'll see if this is better there we go it's a bit, <laughs> a bit crisp can you imagine all the bullshit Tess went through also just for our, just for our dad's ears was she was also as- abused by society <laughs> we know dad so I think we'll, we'll leave it there today guys it's been a it's been a long time. It's been a journey. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll, we won't see you, but no. and we won't hear you, but you'll hear us <laughs> yes. if you choose to tune in again. All right. Peace out. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Just enough time for me to do some quick plugs. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can email them to email.unclassical at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at unclassical underscore podcast to see what we're up to and when you can expect new episodes. And lastly, it really helps us if you subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Stuff to do with algorithms basically gives us more exposure. Right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.